pronounced dead at the scene. The body, limp, lifeless, but loaded with remnants of deja vu and echoes of our forerunners, running from oppression, judgment, and now hidden in plain sight, racism and injustice, expiring with the final breath of inequity and iniquity this world awards as a badge of honor. Where were they running to? To, 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 to the saints of Sunday morning salvation. Meanwhile, the body timer set on display across the crime scene line for the whole world to see. The time for just discussion and panel powwows has expired. We all want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, when we cross the finish line. But it's so hard to run with grace when it feels like we're always set up for last place. We prepare to attend the memorial service while they only remember this one day, getting the privilege of riding in the limo of the protest procession as we progress past the memorials of their forefathers who put our forerunners into the same ground that today's body was pressed and pounded into, speaking lethal venom from the darkness, masked by the bittersweet taste of, my apologies, I'm not a racist and I'm taking this opportunity to learn only once it comes to light. Remember, your sin will find you out and on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak for by your words, you will be justified and by your words, you'll be condemned. It's not just a memory for us. Every day is a groundhog day of desperation, waking up dead and reliving death day after day after day. An audience of one awaiting the groundhog to see its shadow extending the deadliest winter of racism for six more weeks, six more months, six more years to come. Welcome to the other America, the one we live, buried alive. <gasps> Our bodies shoved into the pine wood box, nailed and hammered shut. <gasps> Here, where it doesn't matter how fancy the outer shell, stained with beautiful mahogany finish, or how uncomfortable or comfortable the satin liners feel, when and how you got this grave situation is because you just sat in your car, just sat in your black skin. Now you lay in the darkness, alone, lonely, no air, <gasps> lowered to the grave, <gasps> six feet under, <gasps> fear and terror sets in. Question, 
Why are you so angry, black man? Why are you so angry, black woman? Here's the answer. Because they can't hear your tears. The whisper of, I can't breathe, is no longer acceptable. And your voice inflections are not offensive enough to organize the vital change. But they didn't check your vitals before they planted you in the barren ground and ripped out your seed before it could even take root. Buried alive. <gasps> You're laboring to breathe. The more energy you exert, the more you suck. <gasps> now you spit. No, exhausted. Your feet are numb. Your fist bruised and bloodied. You're going in and out of consciousness. Time and oxygen are running out. It's too late. Desolate, dark, and dead. Lifeless clay from which he created dust to dust, ashes to ashes is what remains, marked by a tombstone of rejection. You didn't sign up, but you were drafted as a casualty of war, spiritual warfare. Like Mary and Martha, our mothers notified Jesus that this world that God so loved is sick. The implication of their plea assumed that Jesus would instantly come to hear the heal the land from infectious disease of racism that breeds untimely death and destruction. But Jesus replied, this sickness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. This response is puzzling. When death is not only impending, but has now seemingly overcome. But he not only loves the world, he loves you. So much so that he operates outside of our concept of time and in his time. Our cries reverberate the sentiments of Mary and Martha. Lord, if you had been there, Jesus, we await and arise, sleeper. Lazarus, my life. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe? He carried the infinite weight of oppression to the cross as they hammered each nail of iniquity, inequity into his hands and feet. He inhaled the breath of prejudice, remarks into his lungs. The socially constructed race concept is struck down as a chosen race of blood bought by the lamb that was slain rises up to the heavens. The pine wooden box once sealed by sin, silence, and sanctimoniousness is now sealed by the blood which he poured out for you too on the rough, rugged, wooden cross. He rolled away our tombstone of rejection and replaced it as a cornerstone of ultimate protection upon which our hope can be founded. Broken promises of change replaced with a new covenant, now accessible past, all lives matter to your black life matters to him.
Jesus wept with righteous indignation and continues to weep with us. The darkness that you faced alone, that you thought you faced alone, he was there all alone. While you thought you were waiting for him, he was waiting for you. You thought death was conquering, but he conquered death on the throne. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it, and it will never overcome the light. The truth is, we must all die to live. Will you be buried alive in him?